C.S. Lewis has a quote that goes something like this. Everybody thinks forgiveness is a wonderful idea until they have something to forgive. And I think that's true for us in the church. So let's talk about forgiveness. First of all, why do we forgive? Primarily, we forgive because we have been a forgiven people. We are the recipients of a great forgiveness that cost a great deal. And so our forgiveness really should grow out of our relationship with God and our awareness that we have been forgiven. In fact, we serve a God who forgives. It is in God's character to be forgiving. And if we are to be people of God, that should be part of our character too, because we want to be like our Father. But being forgiving in principle is way different than doing forgiveness in actuality, especially when we feel like we have been deeply and unjustly hurt. So to just say, well, just forgive that person, well, it doesn't always work. So let's talk about some things that will help us move towards forgiveness. The first thing, what is it? Clarifying what forgiveness is definitely is the first step in that process. So we might think about forgiveness in three ways. Forgiveness is giving up a certain group of negative emotions, it's giving out a certain set of positive emotions, and it's even holding out for one certain thing. What do we give up? In Colossians 3, we read this. But now you must rid yourself of all such things as these, anger, rage, malice, slander, filthy language, do not lie to each other, since you have taken off your old self with its practices and have put on the new self, which is being renewed in knowledge in the image of its creator. Those are the very things we need to give up, especially when we're angry and feel we've been unjustly hurt. It's not easy but that's the step. What do we give out? Colossians also gives us this instruction. Therefore, as God's chosen people, holy and dearly loved, clothe yourself with compassion, kindness, humility, gentleness, and patience. Bear with each other and forgive whatever grievances you may have had against one another. Those are the things that we give out, those positive emotions. Forgive as the Lord forgave you. That is our difficult standard to meet. But what do we hold out for? And over all these virtues, Colossians says, put on love, which binds them all together in perfect unity. And let the peace of Christ rule in your hearts, since as members of one body, you were called to peace and be thankful. We hold out for the hope of restoration and reconciliation. That may not happen, and it may not happen for some excellent reasons, but that should be our ultimate hope, because Jesus died so that we might be reconciled to God. Let me suggest also that forgiveness is a process. Too many of us think about forgiveness as a light switch. It's either on or it's off. And that can create a great deal of unnecessary guilt and pain for folks who struggle to forgive. So on days when you feel great on top of the world and life is going your way, it's easy to be forgiving. But when life has thrown you a curveball and you're suffering, it's very challenging to experience the feelings of forgiveness. So that's when we walk in obedience. We know we have forgiven. We make a decision that we have forgiven. 
and then we sort of wait for our feelings to catch up with our theology or our choice. Let me clarify as well some things forgiveness is not. It is not the same thing as repentance. In fact, you can forgive even if the other has not repented. That's new information for most folks. Scripture says, in fact, the Lord's Prayer says that we are to forgive, not to repent. Strange thing, isn't it? Does repenter make it easier to be a forgiver? Absolutely. But we are not held hostage to somebody's unrepentance before we can be forgiving. Forgiveness is not condoning a wrong done to you. I have yet to have the Holy Spirit say to me, it's okay that you did that sin. We'll just overlook it. And the Holy Spirit always convicts gently but firmly. The Holy Spirit does not condone misbehavior or sin, and neither do we have to do that. Forgiveness is not excusing. It's not making light of something that was painful and hurtful. And also forgiveness is related to, but different from reconciliation. It only takes one person to be a forgiver, but like the tango, it takes two people to reconcile. So forgiveness is an elegant concept. It's a beautiful relationship concept. A three-year-old can understand it, a 30-year-old can understand it, and a 93-year-old can understand it. And yet, it takes maturity to grow and become a forgiver, to forgive like Jesus.